0: If you're looking for inspiration and challenge in the world of early years and Key Stage 1 education, then you've just found it. Welcome to the Early Excellence Podcast. Hi everyone, Andy Burt from Early Excellence here. I hope you're well. Um, Here we go with episode two of the Early Excellence Podcast. In this episode which is due to go live in mid-September 2021. We're going to look at the key principles of an enabling learning environment. Now, for most of you, it'll be what, week two of term. It's a good time really to stand back and to reflect on your environment and to consider what's working well and perhaps what needs a little bit more thought, a bit more thinking through. Anyway, here's the episode. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you find it useful. This week, we're thinking carefully about all of the things we need to consider when planning our learning environments. Whether you're setting up your new classroom for the first time or changing your existing layout, it's vitally important to get it right. The actions you take and the decisions that you make at this point in the year can have a massive impact for you and your children. Get it right and you'll be encouraging the development of a whole range of skills and concepts. And even more than that, you'll create, a, create positive attitudes around the whole idea of learning and finding out new things. No pressure then. Here are a few ideas that I think will help. Okay, number one, use shelving to create clearly defined areas of provision. Children will be more highly involved and engaged in an an area of your classroom if the spaces spaces that you're providing are clearly defined. This definition should provide enough height so that children can become engrossed in carrying out their own ideas without being easily distracted. Whilst creating this definition, think about the spaces that you're providing. Is there enough space for the activity? Are you limiting the possibilities of what the children will do by the amount of space that you're providing? Which areas of the room are you using for the provision and what does this indicate about your practice? Also, think about tables. Tables placed in the middle of a room without a clear purpose often have a negative effect on the use of provision areas and also the quality of interactions between adults and children. Okay, some things to think about then. What else? Well, think carefully about the layout of your classroom. In order to get the most out of your space, the links between some areas should be really clear. For example, your paint easel is best placed within or adjacent to your workshop area. Here, children will have access to a huge range of creative possibilities. So think about printing with bottle tops, for example, adding patterns and different materials. The children might also make a box model in this space and then paint it at the easel. So having the two together, I think, makes perfect sense. Other things to think about. Create a domestic role-play area rich with possibilities for playing roles that the children will be familiar with. Can your children, for example, put a wash on? Hang it out to dry? Do some ironing, um, feed and bath the baby. Can they do some cooking, some cleaning? Alongside this, provide realistic purposes for writing that will naturally come from their ideas. So things like um, birthday invites, shopping lists, labels and birthday cards. As you consider this, it makes sense to locate the mark-making area close by to your domestic roleplay area. This encourages children to move easily between the two spaces spaces, carrying out purposeful and imaginative mark making ideas. Okay, so quite a lot to think about already. What else? Well, make sure that the storage of your resources encourages independent thoughts and actions. Okay, so number three. The most effective spaces encourage the children to form their own ideas and then carry them out independently. Independence of thought and action are a key part of the learning process and are crucial motivating factors too. How resources are stored for children to access can have a big impact on this process. So some key questions then. Can your children easily access resources in the areas that you've created? Children will be much more likely to use what they can easily see and also get their hands into. Resources should be stored in separate boxes or baskets, which are clearly labelled. The motivation to carry out an activity can be very easily lost if access is an issue. So a child with a clear idea for building will soon be put off if they have to tip up a big box of construction to find the one piece that they need, for example. Okay, so some key things to consider there when you're thinking about setting up your space. Also... Point four, do your resources earn their place on the shelf? Okay, it's quite an interesting one to think about. Do your resources earn their place on the shelf? Set out a rich set of resources in each area, which will offer a wide variety of possibilities. This is your continuous provision and should be available for the children every day throughout the year. These are your teaching tools And the the decisions that you make around the resourcing of these areas of provision in your classroom are crucial to its success. So, when you place things on shelves for the children to use, make sure that you know what each resource offers. What will the children be likely to do with it? And, is it the best resource you can offer? You don't need to provide large quantities of the same resource. This is a key thing to think about. So, for example, 10 almost identical buckets, for example. Um, Instead of that, think about variety and richness and depth of thinking. Um, Perhaps offering just a few, maybe two or three different different sorts of buckets. So you might have a bucket that's clear, for example. Um, One with measured markers. Buckets of different sizes, different shapes. Thinking about... Quality of what we're offering, I think, rather than quantity, is really important. Also, will all of your children find something in their classroom that fascinates and engages them, that connects with their prior experiences and current fascinations? Will the resources in your room prompt your children to tell you something about themselves and what really matters to them? Okay, so there you go four steps to get you started okay let's just go through them again four steps just to get you started number one use shelving to create clearly defined areas of provision number two think carefully about the layout of your room okay so the definition and making each space earn its place there okay also number three Make sure that the storage of your resources encourages independent thoughts and actions. Key word, independence. Can they easily see what's available to them? Can they find it? Can they use it? And number four. Do the resources that you have there within your classroom earn their place on the shelf? Have you thought about quality rather than quantity? Okay. Right. I hope that's given you lots to think about. Also, there are key principles here that we've outlined, that we've thought about. Stick to them and you won't go too far wrong. Okay? If you need support with that provision, we're always happy to help. You can get in touch with us. Um, go onto our website, for example, www.earlyexcellence.com, or you can send me an email at andyearlyexcellence.com uh, and we can support you in lots of different ways. Okay? Thank you for listening. And if this podcast has really got you thinking, then you might well want to watch our Planning Your Environment free webinar. It's a 45-minute interactive webinar that will enable you to develop your vision for a vibrant learning environment. It'll help you to review and evaluate your current classroom layout. It'll support you with planning changes to the design of your space And it will help you consider progression in your provision through the early years and into Key Stage 1. You can find it on our Early early Excellence website at www.earlyexcellence.com. If you go to the Ideas and Inspiration section, there's a training video section in there with all sorts of things for you to get your teeth into. Or you can follow follow the link in our podcast description that will take you straight there.